0: And welcome, mm. you've already fucked it, you've yawned while I'm doing the intro, Sorry, was that what you were doing? You, I, I thought you were doing a little joke. No, 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 no,
1: no, there's no warm-up, we're straight in. Consumer oh, Professionals, Walmart. except okay, we've well. already messed it up, but, but I'll do it again. Okay. Um, it's all good stuff, they'll love that. Uh, Video Gamer Podcast, number 389, closing in on the 400 mark, exciting stuff. We're going to have to do something special. <laughs> uh, it's the 7 18th of November today. And a lovely Wednesday it is too. How are you, Richmond
0: Walker? I, I'm good, thanks. I like that we're keeping that in as the intro. Yeah. That's oh, got the intro. Out. Me yawning yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> you sort of trying to do something different. Yeah, well,
1: I think it sums up our energy quite nicely, you know. It sort of captures the dynamic.
0: What I don't get is that I consciously had an, a relatively early night. I've had eight hours. Like why do I, feel, Let me why just... do I feel terrible? I feel
1: let me pull you up on one thing there because I did see. Uh, now this may not be indicative of you know of reality, but mm. I saw on WhatsApp it said you were last online at three o'clock in the morning. So you say you had an early night, but come on, spill the beans. Right. What's going on? Well,
0: I was up playing Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War till about <laughs> half three. So yeah, all right, Brilliant. guilty. But I woke up at half eleven, so that's eight hours. Yeah,
1: that is actually just a good amount of sleep.
0: Yeah. Um, so what gives?
1: I don't know. Maybe it's you're the just because maybe rapping Ronnie Reagan's just sort of amped you up. Yeah, you know, just sort of made you a little bit agitated, a little bit on edge.
0: I got some bad news about that. He's not a skin in multiplayer. Oh. what are they thinking? Oh, they had a that's great, a bit, golden opportunity there. That is a bit shit, to and, be fair. You know, if he you, if you had an emote where he goes, well, 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 <laughs> well, well, that would have been brilliant.
1: Yeah, no, it would have been. It would have been. It really would have made it. Um, Never mind, eh? Yeah, it's a bit annoying. Bit annoying. I've got that <laughs> game, but I've not played it yet. Oh, I've, uh, oh you're uh, planning
0: yeah. on reviewing it? Big time. Big time. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Finished I'm the campaign I'm... last night. I got to level good? sixteen on multiplayer. I enjoyed the campaign. Yeah, we're stepping on the toes of the what we've been playing section. Yeah, I we are a bit. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah.
1: Actually, I tell you what. Should we just put a little a, a saucy little jingle in here and just sort of jump right in? Because I'm excited. I can give you a oh, film yeah.
0: recommendation. Oh, please do. Netflix. Uh, yeah. His house. Very good. Oh, I've seen the thingy for that. What is it? It's sort of a, a weird horror film. A oh, uh, well, I'm already interested in that. Immigrant couple then. move into a house in the UK, and Ooh. it's messed up. Things ensue. Oh, it's, uh, it's very good. It's good. I Enjoyed
1: watched it. a movie the other night. You're you're gonna you you will be familiar with it, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I got an Uber Eats McDonald's
0: for a start. Okay, disgusting. So that's
1: yeah, obviously, but you know. So we had that. <laughs> me and my me and my flatmates. Mm-hmm. And we just settled down to Joe Johnson's Jurassic Park 3. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which, I don't know if I've ever told you this,
0: it's my second favourite Jurassic Park film. Um, hmm... I suppose that's fair, thinking about it. Yeah. Although I have a soft spot for The Lost World. No, so you know, gold, I so Goldbloom's got some good lines in that. It's got a
1: bit of gold bloom, it does, it really does. And it and, is still um, Spielberg as well, the Exactly,
0: one. exactly. And it's got um, that great scene with the trailer hanging over the edge of the cliff, which is very... That
1: scene is just tense. fantastic, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she's on the glass and it's... Yeah, g- splintering that is is incredible that scene. Mm-hmm. You know, the only the only thing is, I mean, obviously Sam Neill. I mean, you know, Jeff Goldblum is brilliant, but so is Sam Neill too. Sam, and True. he wears the hat and he's got the shirt and everything. But <laughs> the reason I really like Jurassic Park three and Joe Johnson um, it, is it William H Macy. I love William H Macy, <laughs> and well, it, that wasn't what I was going to say. But t- it's nice to see Tia Leone
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot she was in it. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's she's William H Macy's sort of uh, ex-wife, yeah. and um, of course, in reality, she's married to David Duchovny or was. Still. Yeah, I was. I say, don't is know. She still? I don't know if she still is, but she was for a really long time. Um, <laughs> this, this
0: section sections like Hollywood gossip
1: from and the last yeah. <laughs> ten years ago or something. It's like Hello Magazine from yeah. 2007. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Uh, but the last thing I remember seeing her in, sort of current thing, although it's not mm. current now, was uh, Ghost Town, the Ricky Gervais thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Which God. was the sort See, of love interest there.
0: My mind always goes back to Deep Impact.
1: <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Well, of course, who could forget? Uh, yeah. But no, the real reason, um, it's on the button, 90 mm-hmm. minutes long. Oh, that's good. That is, I mean, it's just, it, there's no wasted time in that movie. And yeah. as a, f- a friend of mine pointed out, you know, back in the day, people laughed at it because they went a bit loco with the velociraptors, like they were like ridiculously yeah, intelligent, yeah, I mean, silly. yeah. But I mean, you know, if only those people knew what was coming up. Yeah, the the heroic T Rex. <laughs> well, the, the, well, and Chris Pratt taming and riding yeah, nonsense. I mean, you know. I mean, it's like, it's like, again, you know, sorry to go back to Batman forever, but that's a film that gets better because you know what came afterwards. True. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I don't know, number three, it's just tighter than The Lost World, a little bit. And plus it's got the freaky uh, pterodactyls, which really scared me when Mm. I was a kid. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Anyway. That enclosure was, yeah. Uh, Mm. Let's, 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 let's hit it to it. Have a jingle. Alright. Talk video games. So I rang up this pizza place and I fancied some iced cream. And I said to this gentleman, I'd like some ice cream please. I like some ice cream please. And he said, Oh okay, cool, what do you want? And I said, Well what have you got? And he said, Well what do you want? I said, what have you got? Well what is it you want? Right, that annoyed me anyway. And I said, chocolate. And his response, we don't have any chocolate. Games, video games, bloody loads of them. Um, you've been playing Call of Duty Black Ops Cold
0: War. Among other things, yes.
1: Among other things, but probably not among us, which a load mm. of people are playing. No. Because um, so, I've not played it, but I keep hearing people.
0: I don't have a good PC, so forget it. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, uh, and mo- can you play on mobile phone as well or something? Probably. Don't know, yeah. mate. Not interested, not interested. Uh, Tell me about this uh, rap in Roddy Reagan,
0: a.k.a. Super (laughs) Freakonomics.
1: Uh, What's what's going on?
0: Well, yeah, it's another year. It's another Call of Duty, obviously. This one's a follow-up to the original Call of Duty Black Ops from 2010.
1: They've pulled a uh, Terminator Dark Fate slash uh, David Gordon Green's version of Halloween in which they say that the first game did happen, but none of the others did. Basically, it, that that seems to be the case. <laughs> okay, um, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The good so, news about that, of course, is that I uh, did I, I play Black Ops Two, oh, no, and I think I did.
0: Two's the only one I, I haven't played for some right. reason. It just you passed quite, me liked by. Three, didn't you? The Sledgehammer one. Um, no, Sledge. What? They're always Treyarch.
1: Oh God. What? What, what did Sle- Which? There was Sledgehammer. Modern Sledgehammer Warfare did, Three.
0: Or? Uh, Sledgehammer did Advanced Warfare. Oh, and then they did um, World War Two, right? I think they only had a couple. Uh, it, I think they did I Modern Warfare be... Warf- Warfare Three as well.
1: Modern Warfare Three, yeah, I, I seem yeah. to remember that. Okay, well, anyway, yeah. So it, it's it, it, no big loss for me because I don't remember. The, I re- I remember the first game. I played it only a
0: couple of months ago. Yeah, <clears throat> it was extremely stressful. Black Ops Three was gobbledygook. The um, <laughs> the campaign, yeah. and then four didn't have one. Brilliant. Oh so, yes, I um, did
1: play 4. Yeah, i re- in fact I reviewed 4. Yeah. That that was the one that had the world's first trillionaire.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Lester Sugar. Of course. <laughs> Who was uh, Kate from Lost, uh Evangeline Lilly. And it's probably going to be Jeff Bezos. See, we laughed at the world's first trillionaire. <laughs> and and we're on the brink of getting one. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, think about that Amazon customers.
1: Yeah. 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 It could Rapid be assembling Ronnie a team. Reagan.
0: And one of them could be a pyromaniac, <laughs> another could be, you know, you don't know about these yeah, things. Just, just someone with a history of burning things. We which laughed, just became... Josh. We, we laughed, did. but it was a stern warning. That's what and happened. here we are.
1: Yeah, here we are, <laughs> faced with a cold, nasty reality. Exactly, um, exactly.
0: But this one, this new one, the Cold War one, yeah. It's um, <clears throat> it's kind of got a nice kind of lo-fi, 70s spy thriller vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got some cool little moments. It's got like um, an infiltration mission where you're just walking about and trying to do stuff without getting caught, Mm -hmm. which I liked. Mm. Because as much as I like, you know, the set pieces, the explosions, and all the shooting, every now and again it's nice to dial it down a little bit. Oh, absolutely. And uh, this one does that. And also, it introduces like choices and dialogue options. Really? Yeah. Which I had no idea, because that I don't think they talk that up much. No, no, I've
2: not
1: heard so, um, of it.
0: The first but. one is uh, in the first mission, you you catch a, a sort of bad guy on a rooftop, and you have the choice of either like throwing him off the roof or capturing him or whatever. Right, um, and yeah, and that that affects the the story. Oh, I like and, that. Um, yeah, so there are like two end missions and stuff. There are loads of different decisions, and there's like an evidence board. Where you access each mission and ah. you're looking for evidence in missions and you can uh piece together stuff uh to access these bonus side missions. Ooh. So yeah, they, they've actually tried something a bit different. Um like still quite that. short. But it's good. It's no, it's a lean I, kind of sounds cracky. I I'm a sucker for a yeah. for a Call of Duty campaign. As you well know, i
1: I, I mm. mean there are you know, it's easy to be um I don't know, sort of belittling of them and, and yeah. to sort of, yeah. start, you know, rise above them. But the thing is, is that, you know, they're made by really, really talented people who bloody well know what they're doing yeah. um, and, and they are like and slick and, and lovely and, you know, often oh, very man. exciting.
0: This one's very slick and it's got a lot of cool kind of moments in it. And also the guy you're working for, a guy called Russell Adler, he looks like Robert Redford. In cool sort of shades. Oh well, then. And a brown leather jacket. In that case, then
1: I would play it. Then, yeah, and I would love it. Yeah, (laughs) not not an awful lot more. Bloody uh, spy game. Mm, Exactly. Remember that. Remember that movie with Brad Pitt and uh, Mm -hmm.
0: Robert Redford. Redford. Yeah, that was a good movie.
1: Well, actually, I think it was a a really rubbish movie, but I think I loved it (laughs) just because it had those two in it.
0: Yeah, I always thought they'd be a good father-son duo. They would, a they, there's, a,
1: there's a very much a kind of passing of the torch between, mm. you know, Redford and Pitt. He is kind of our generation's Robert
0: Redford. True, um, true. But he doesn't have a film festival named after one of his characters. No,
1: he doesn't. No, no. he doesn't. Um, Which is a shame. And he hasn't it, played uh, Gatsby yet.
0: So, no, no. Also know. true. Mm.
1: But yeah, but, um, no, I, I'm going to, I'm going to report back on this because also apparently uh, mm-hmm. it It's like, uh, like, Amazing. On the DualSense controller, have you seen the like the weird adaptive trigger thing?
0: No, what's that?
1: It's like it it resists your input uh, mm. until you get to a certain little bite point on the on the shoulder button. So and it feels like, like you're firing a gun. A, yeah, and then when you depress it past that point, like a little trigger, the haptics uh, vibrate at the wow. rate of rate of fire for your guns. So if you just if you just like hold a machine gun down. The controller vibrates with the rate of fire for that machine gun. Like I was, I was looking at it the other day, and it just—it's absolutely nuts.
0: That but sounds good. Speaking yeah, I of played which, on. Uh, I played on Series X. Sorry, I should probably touch on multiplayer and zombies because campaign is really only. I know. A I'm tiny so. Bit, s- right? I'm so selfish, though. Like <laughs>
1: I, 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 don't care. You know, you don't care, and care and it about multiplayer. Sucks because I know that millions of people obviously just do care, and I'm like, mm. oh, must I discuss it?
0: But well, I guess I mean, we do. Go, go, come I on s- then. I stayed up last night playing multiplayer because I'd finished the campaign. I was like, "Well, I've got to have a dabble." Mm. Actually, ended up having quite a few good matches and um, enjoyed myself.
1: And actually, I I'm I, I slagging them off, but mm. oh, I'm not slagging them off. <clears> but <throat> I when I played Black Ops 4, there was a hell of a lot of fun to be had. I mm. know, like the, the zombies was cracking. Um, the, even just the, the traditional multiplayer suite was really fun. Although I wasn't a big fan of all the um grappling hook malarkey. They sort of seemed like they sort of tried to copy Titanfall a bit and made it yeah. very, you know, wall running, grappling, hooking, all these weird powers and stuff, which I get it, but I uh, I do prefer the just the kind of classic, you know, you're a fellow with a gun and, you know, you can shoot folks.
0: Well, all all that stuff you're talking about has been gone for a while now, so Well, it was in Black Ops 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was I mean, say gone it? for a while, no, it wasn't. that was the last that was game. F- some boots on the ground uh
1: jazz. It, wasn't mate it? It, mate, it had grappling hooks in it that would pin you across the level.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Alright, okay. Well anyway, <laughs> that's that's not it's in gone this. It's gone one. for a while last year. <laughs> no, not last year. That was modern warfare, mate. Come on. Black, o- Black Ops four was twenty nineteen, wasn't it? No, twenty eighteen.
1: Alright, well, the last Black Ops game had him in, so your remarks <laughs>
0: right. will be stricken from the record. Alright, fine. Well, this one is back to basics. You've got a floor slide, knee slidey thing. That's about it. Right. Um, the, There's a new mode called Fire Team Dirty Bomb, which I found <laughs> very confusing and didn't like because it's like Battle Royale, and I'm not a big Battle Royale guy. Oh, Even though yeah. it's not Battle Royale, it felt like the, the big map and all the objectives all over the place. It's like you land your parachute. And immediately you've got everyone firing at you, and you just ah oh, no, mm, not for me, yeah, not for me.
1: Right. Although I quite liked uh, Blackout, that was on uh, Black Ops Four. That was yeah. like the kind of the boon of that
0: game. Well, I suppose that's Warzone now, which is integrated into this Ooh. as well. Um, Excellent. And then you got zombies, Excellent. which is fun. Uh, so yeah, that's it. if you want to move on, Josh, I understand. <laughs> Lovely stuff.
1: No, but it sounds good. Sounds decent. Like it's um, good. good uh, you know, I'm there for the campaign, but I but but I do, you know, I I can't. Sort of
0: overlook the multiplayer. They always
1: do a pretty, a pretty damn good job. It's always, um, you know,
0: the, the least you can say is that it's very solid, and it's, it's, very it's solid, more than yeah. that. It's and it's actually, fun. I
1: really did love uh, Blackout. I played it more than any of the other modes, and I, mm. I never caught up with, uh, with Warzone like when everyone else did. Um, yeah. which, which, I know, you know, Blackout then became. But so uh, I, I'd, I'd probably dip in and have a, have a few goes. I'm looking forward to it. I will report back mm. next week, possibly with my brief thoughts Brilliant. on this um okay, i've cool. got a couple of things that i need to talk about uh, the first one is assassin's creed valhalla which we mentioned last week and both were really sort of taken with <clears throat> um but then i just kind of wanted to update uh, sort of everyone on that because that game is really really weird um it's one of those things where like the first week that i played it i was loving it and I was—I think I said to you last week, like, "Oh yeah, you know, you kind of—it's back to old school Assassin's Creed again." And you know, there's all these lovely, and it's smaller, and the maps, you know, nice and kind of limited, and, and those things are true. Um, but after like halfway through, round about the sort of twenty-something hour mark, I—I I, that game just kind of fizzled out for me. No, yeah. it think, was really—I
0: I feel like that's where it started to come into its own a bit.
1: Yeah, you cuz you quite like the the combat,
0: don't you? Yeah, I do like the combat. Yeah. I I don't know. I I read your review and I sort of get some of your misgivings with it, but mm. No, I don't know. I I I dug it.
1: Yeah, and also the it's it's the lack of for me it's like the story was just like just sort of not really engaged. like my attention was whenever the cutscenes came on I just thought,
0: "Oh. Okay you know I mean it does more. sort of follow a bit of a pattern I suppose you yeah. go into a new district and there's a power struggle and you're there to kind of sort it out yeah Um. to then pledge your allegiance to this region mm. yeah, yeah I guess you that. can argue that. that that's sort of fair and it
1: was criticism. and it is for me it's like it, it is still it was a bit too long I think like it, it it's good, but I remember the people talking about it being like around like a 30 40 hour thing, but actually it's more like f- sort of 40
0: plus really. I think that's because there's so many distractions. Even yeah, if you try and yeah. mainline the story, it's very hard to stay focused because there's so many dots all over <clears throat> your compass. Yeah, that's true. You can't, and also you can't like, I like
1: <laughs> Sorry, go on.
0: I was going to say you, you can't sort of help but go. What's what's that dot? Where's that go? I wonder what that is.
1: You see, that's funny because I mm absolutely can help that and didn't do almost any of it except I, I did I did in Norway like at the beginning I really liked that little small sandbox but I spent ages going around the watch towers in in England and just kind of kind of filling in the map which was a really lovely way to just explore on horseback and sort of check yeah. out the, the ruins and it's a beautiful map and stuff lovely lovely kind of you know Roman ruins dotted about if like nice little snippets of of history it's very pretty and stuff but yeah I found it, it's really weird like uh, this week as opposed to last week, I, I sort of, I, I would, because I think like last week I was like, oh, everyone, if you're sort of like bored or a little bit restless with where this series is going, then, you know, this is the game for you. But it's, it's super weird because like now I'm sort of like, no, it, like it does just turn into the thing that you don't like, like halfway through, if you don't like it, like I appreciate there are many people, you know, who do like it. I know you like the combat, and I think mm-hmm. lots of people do appreciate, you know, the the sort of level-gated areas and the sort of quest lines and stuff. Um, yeah. But, it well, does, I mean, yeah, for me, it's just not my... That level-gating like, was
0: present in the previous two as well, though. Yep,
1: yeah, Origins is, for me, where the series just started to kind of... Not be Assassin's Creed anymore. It's really weird. like what it was was good. Certainly, like I thought Origins was better than Syndicate, and I thought, you know, Origin like like it like that's the mark of the new direction, sort of Origins to where we are now. That kind well, of you know RPG approach more than sort of classic, you know.
0: Yeah, it feels like they're kind of building towards bringing the Assassins back in properly. Kind uh, of, I kind of
1: think so, yeah, yeah.
0: They're filling in kind of this historical kind of prelude. Yes, and then uh, I'm hoping that maybe the next one you'll you'll be more of a kind of traditional robed assassin. Yeah, maybe.
1: I I would really like that because they they certainly lent into it with this game. They had you doing a bit more stealth. They had you yeah. being a bit more assassine-y. But what they what I'd really like them to do, and what they didn't do in the well now three games is to actually have you as an assassin to actually have you join the order and wear the robe and have the blade and go and do your business like it's had it's like you're a viking or you're a spartan warrior or you know you're a meji and it, they're always
0: kind of adjacent to the assassins but it's like you haven't but in in defense of the first game at least you're kind of founding the order so yeah you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's story justification. I mean, there's pretty good story justification in this game as well. For for you know, you're a, you're a Viking. They, they they don't they they justify it well enough. Like there are reasons why you're not. But I still just think it's funny that we have three massive Assassin's Creed games now, and in none of them have you actually been an assassin. But I think a lot of people do. Just I think I'm probably the outlier on this one I think, I think a lot of people do just like the direction it's gone in as well so I, I, I mustn't grumble too much like it's just <laughs> like there's there's a reason they had to change things up like the, st- the series did go stagnant way way before yeah. Origins like it wasn't what it once was it never really progressed beyond I mean before Origins in the kind of Ezio Connor Altair era like mm-hmm. the last go- like really good one that people liked was like Black Flag wasn't it
0: uh, yeah, and even I didn't like that one, but, um, no. yeah, Unity was a mess, um, mm. I haven't been back to it since I fixed it, you know, I kind of, I've been mildly tempted.
1: Yeah, but I'm sort of tempted by Unity, apparently yeah. post about 154 patches, it's actually like mm. just like a really solid, good, because that was like the first one on the last jet on the PS4
0: era, wasn't it? It was, yeah, um, and then Syndicate I enjoyed, but yeah, you're right, it had got, yeah. it had, uh, yeah, grown a I bit stale. I like
1: the sort of setting of Syndicate. I like the industrial London. It was kind of mm. cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, I need to talk about loads of stuff. I've got loads of stuff. Um, and I don't know where to start, really. I guess I have to start with Demon Souls. That's the first thing that I really have to talk about this week, because the PS5 is out on Friday? Thursday. Thursday.
0: Yeah, I've um, already got my copy of uh, Miles Morales, which mm. is just taunting me because I can't play it. My <laughs> PS5 copy.
1: Excellent, excellent. Uh, yeah, so it's out tomorrow.
2: Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You like that? You see mm. what I did there? Right? Mm, I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Demon Souls is is very, 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 very good. Yeah. Um, it's 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 huge. Like it, it, it's uh one of the better launch games i played in a long time like in mm. in in memory so it's like um and i don't have a strong association with the original demon souls because uh, i didn't play the original demon souls so for a lot of people it'll be like an incredible nostalgia blast along with all of the other things that it is um
0: i find it so bizarre that the most exciting launch game is 11 years old basically <laughs>
1: I wouldn't say that is the most exciting, actually, because the other no? game I really want to talk about is Astro Bot, which a load of people are going to kind of dismiss because it's a packing game. But it's like, mm. for me, it's up there with like Ori and the Will of the Wisps as like oh, wow. one, of, one of the best platformers I've played th- this year and in a while. Like it's wow. terrific. But That's for a lot talk. of people, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> but for a lot of people, it will be Demon Souls. And I think one of the reasons it's so special is because. The original Demon Souls, you had to import it. It was a real weird thing where it was like, it was in Japan. It was, mm. it was a Japanese release and it but they were very... And the,
0: and the US. Um, and, the, uh, North and the America. Because I bought a yeah. copy when I visited Canada and brought it home.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so for, for, I think it's fair to say that for, for like a, a really massive number of people, probably a majority of people, but I don't know, uh, this won't really be like a remake. It will just be new. Um, if the first game that you played was Dark Souls um, which I think for a lot of people because Dark Souls is weird like Dark Souls is the one where they kind of nailed it like mm-hmm. Demon Souls is a sort of like 0.75 you know um, yeah. and then they kind of really hit it with Dark Souls but for me this is like completely new uh, and it's also it's Blue Point. So mm-hmm. who are oh, they might be like the best studio when it comes to remaking things, but I don't know um
0: yeah I think like, yeah, I think that's fair to say. I mean, they've got so many good remakes under their belt, mm
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 pretty comparable to the Shadow of the Colossus remake in in the sense that they've kept the uh like the game code the same. They haven't interfered with any of it, but everything on top of that game code has been like completely remade, so for instance, like your Parry and riposte, are completely new animations but they take exactly the same number of frames of animation Mm. to execute so if you're familiar with the original if it would sort of feel like nothing has changed um but it's one of the most like beautiful games i've seen like ever it's it's absolutely incredible it runs at like just a locked 60 frames a second with Mm. all sorts of lovely gubbins but it's 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 a really weird thing because if you love souls yeah. and you love like Bloodborne and all that sort of stuff, it kind of, it's like this really intriguing curio. Because I mean, and it's really interesting, especially if you if you're getting a PS5, and the the chances are, that I think for a lot of people, this is gonna sort of basically like I, I don't know. I think most people probably wouldn't have played the original that now have a PS5. Maybe most people that would consider getting Demon Souls have probably got some sort of association with the original or the, or they love souls or maybe bloodborne or something like that but it, it to me it kind of just showed up and uh, has sort of blown me away it makes mm. really really good use of the of the controller which is a really cool thing like it, as you're as you're exploring um, there's like enemies who have little flame giblets that they throw at you yeah um, but what's really really cool is when they ignite the the flames the controller sort of, like, fizzes and hisses. Like, it emits, like, a really sort of high, light tingle. Almost like... It's, it's like you can sort of, like, feel the flame near you. And it's actually... Mm. It's weird, because it's atmospheric, but it's also really uh, useful. Like, I, I was I, I was just sort of climbing some stairs and just sort of felt the controller hiss. I was like, oh, shit. And then sort of turned around, and a fella was lobbing a great bit, and I managed to dodge it in time. So it's a, it's a really interesting thing, because it's, it's using the controller... Not just to sort of be a cool thing, but to actually sort of you know clue you into to sort of combat cues and mm. things like that um and it's 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 really it's a strange thing I think what the souls games do really well is to kind of make you genuinely afraid of things you you are sort of afraid of death because of what death means so you sort of treat the enemies with a lot more weight than you do with a lot of games <coughs> um and for me like what what this does is it kind of increases that with a really sort of palpable physicality like if you if you say i don't know someone someone goes to hit you and you use your shield to block their attack you can really fit, there's a really lovely sort of judder in the controller when the when the sword kind of clangs off the shield and it just it just kind of increases that sort of sense of presence that you have in the world it makes it feel a hell of a lot more like urgent and sort of right there in front of you um there was a there was a point uh just a few days ago <laughs> where i had to go along a very very long like strip of wall uh to get to the other side of this castle and there's that moment which they did again in dark souls but which uh started in demon souls where as you're going across the bridge a bloody great big dragon just sort of like flies overhead and just absolutely fucks the bridge up with like (laughs) by by blowing fire on it and it was one of the freakiest moments ever in part because of what the controller was doing in my hands and then in other part just because of how stunning everything looked just to see this bloody great big thing swoop overhead and then just blitz the entire bridge little moments like that are just right now they're just sort of like I don't know they're more next gen than yeah Than anything, than anything else. I think it's it's really heartening to see uh, early launch games uh, use that controller in the way that it's being used, sort of thing. Because obviously, my main sort of concern after reviewing PS Five was like, how many people are actually
0: going to use this controller technology? You know. Well, I suspect that Sony must be saying to developers. You've got to at least try and use this. We've put all mm. this money and tech into this controller. Mm. Y- you better bloody use it. You got You got to... <laughs> Especially yeah, first-party yeah. games like Demon Souls and whatever. Oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah It's also really
1: nice. Like I, I, I uh, when I was fighting against the Tower Knight, which is a, a boss that people who know Demon Souls will be familiar with, and for everyone else, it's a horrible, great, big bastard with a shield the size of a house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was uh, taking out. Like the, uh, the enemy archers that are just sort of posited in the courtyard around you, and I, I was taking them out with my own bow and arrow, and it's just just delightful little touch, like when you aim at them and start to pull the bowstring, like the trigger sort of locks into place, and then you pull it back, and it sort of resists like a like well like a bowstring would, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's just those extra little things. Uh, it's just amazing how it actually feels like it roots you in that world. But yeah, yeah I'm part of me's really happy because it's like it was one of the more th- those that know and I'm not really one of them because I never caught on well, I know you played Demon's Souls, in fact you reviewed Demon Souls you know a long time ago. I did, but yeah. Those that that kind of know it as this odd sort of curio game that's like oh yeah you know that's actually the one they did first like it's it's like um it's like la takedown you know it's like michael yeah. mann made, made that yeah. and it came out on tv before heat did and it was basically yeah. heat was a remake of that it's like this little weird thing so like those that
0: know will get a big kick out of it that's um, a good analogy that josh it- Kudos! Ah, cheers! For that,
1: cheers! For that analogy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd appreciate that. And like um,
0: manhunt, what manhunter is to uh, Silence, to Silence of the Lambs. Silence the Lambs. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Another Michael Mann joint. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it makes me so happy that like this is the uh, this is the sort of the shining like big PS4 exclusive, and it's it's almost like making yakuza kiwami like a, like an exclusive for something it's like yeah a lot of people wouldn't have played the original yakuza or something and like now you have this thing which is you know like a kind of ground up remake mm. and it puts it right there um with just so many people that are gonna get a ps5 and i'm just i don't know it just makes me happy to just say that it's it's just excellent it's mm. it is a little bit rough like the you can abuse the backstabs loads like it becomes clear after you play it like Oh, okay. You know, a lot of the things in this game were sort of tweaked or ironed out in Dark Souls. Like it's super easy to get to get backstabs. It's a bit silly. Right. Um and they, you know, they kind of tweaked that, but a lot of those moments like that early encounter I had with a dragon, it was just really nice because I was like, "Oh, shit. Yeah, like, you know, that's that's what they did before. You know, that moment which was so iconic in Dark Souls like the Hellkite Dragon." I was like, "Oh. Okay, that was actually in Demon Souls before like that. <laughs> It's yeah. yeah, but it's terrific, yeah. and it's, it's. I think it's. I don't know if it's the best exclusive on launch, um, mm. but it, 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 if it's not, it's, it's right up there. It's absolutely like fantastic. Yeah. Um, wow, and I'm not finished it yet, but it's given me a new appreciation. I mean, it's a game studio that I love, you know, I've like, I've played their other games, mm. but th- this is just like discovering a little thing that you didn't know that one of your favorite directors had made, and it's just That's a cool. joy. But
0: did yeah. you read my old review?
1: I did. I did, you did. read your old review. I don't yeah. remember much about it. It was it was quite good. You um, you 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 said that players should uh, should act like the late great James Brown and get some souls,
2: <laughs> which
1: which oh, I wow. thought was
0: a very good. Uh, yeah, I don't write well, like that anymore. And three years ago, mate.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were right there at the forefront. Ugh. It's so weird that they had an exclusive there that launched with the PS3. Oh no, it didn't. Did it launch with the PS3? No, it didn't launch no, no, with the no, PS3. No. But it was a big exclusive that they kind of just...
0: It it tentatively made its way out of
1: Japan, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just... that. Well, the fact I, that I it love
0: that. had such a staggered release, it was out in America for ages before it came over here. Mm. Mad. Yeah. yeah really yeah, weird.
1: Yeah. Um But yes, and the other thing that I'm going to talk about just with a little bit of time, and I'm sorry I can't give it more time, but I need to talk about it because people are going to get the PS5 soon, is uh, Astro's Playroom, Mm -hmm. um, which is absolutely amazing. Um, It's made by Team Asobi, uh, Mm -hmm. who are the people who did Astro's little VR grotto. I can't remember the name of that game. VR Playroom?
0: Um, Astro's VR playroom. There's a Rescue Bot mission as well, Oh, that's which the was supposed one. Yeah, to be very good.
1: I think that's what I'm thinking of, Astro's Rescue. Yeah, that There was, was a playroom
0: on PS4 that came there was. Uh, packed in with the console as well. But
1: that. Well, I don't think that was Astro, was it? That, that was the same company, and it was I called Playroom, but was that Astro? I, I don't
0: think it had Astro in the title, but I think it had Astro bots in it. Excellent.
1: Well, yeah. this is a... Uh, platformer that you get with the ps5 and it comes pre-installed on the machine so whilst you're downloading whatever you want to download you can play through this um and it's ludicrously good it's it's <laughs> it, for it's one of those games where um I, I i've not really come across a game like that in terms of uh like the polish that it has and the precision that it has and how fun it is as a platformer outside of nintendo mm it's it's a, it's like nutty that team asobi was a, it was able to put to to kind of reach those heights so you play as a little astro which yeah. for people that don't know is a little <coughs> robot fella um, who uh, jumps about and his sort of quest is to unite the different eras of sony's hardware in a sense hmm. um, so he kind of goes through these platforming levels um and he'll be jumping on like dual shock triggers to sort of leap to other platforms and like he'll catch swinging vines but the swinging vines are actually like controller cords and things like that nice um and they're, like there's a world each world is like is dedicated to like different parts of 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 the hardware so there's like a world that's um that oh bless you there's a Thank world you. <laughs> a world that's dedicated uh. to like the SSD and as you go through it there's a little fella with a little robot voice who who sort of keeps singing this little song uh he keeps singing ssd and so, and, and it, there's a little poem that's like dedicated to the ssd about like and it's sort of like, oh, how I, I render the sunlight that you whatever. It's like a really romantic little ode to your SSD. There's another level called Cooling Springs, which is dedicated to like the fans that are inside of consoles. And it sounds <laughs> it's really weird. You you find little artifacts as you go, and there'll be things like the UMD to a PSP. Nice. And you <laughs> and you can sort of zoom in and sort of, and spin it round and for people that have like gone through i guess loads of generations of Sony's hardware and have sort of fond memories of the past, it really really hits you uh in a really emotional way which sounds which sounds absolutely bonkers but if you've ever like i don't know listened to a piece of music from like an old video game that you loved or you see like an old um you know playstation d- or like you hear the start up noise for the PlayStation 2 and it almost makes you feel emotional as sad as that sounds like it sort of it chokes you up a little bit you're like oh my god like there's one level where you get right to the end and it's like you can hear the the startup to the PS3 you know the sort of opera um string section yeah, tuning yeah. up there. and i just sort of heard that and i was like oh man, it, re- it really like <laughs> it sounds really it's got i'm aware that it sounds like sony's being terribly indulgent in all this by <laughs> the way and very very sort of self-referential but you know I, at one point i saw an easter egg that was devoted to vib ribbon and i and oh, it wow, just sort okay. of it just sort of floored me i just thought oh mm. like they're so aware of their own place in the in the culture that it's just like a wonderful thing but outside of all that it's also just an amazing use of 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 the dual sense there are things in it like um that give you this really really sort of crunchy firm feeling in the dual sense like there's one level where astro has to clamber up a you know a steep wall in for reasons i won't get well i don't even know if they are reasons but he's he's sort of in a giant robot monkey mech suit because i suppose why wouldn't he be sure um and he needs to climb onto these little handholds, and the way that you do that is by tilting the controller left and right, just in the air, just to sort of simulate his kind of grabbing, and then uh, crunching the triggers to, to as he as he grips each foothold. And just the feel of it is just phenomenal. And I I, I I think the whole game was made in order to show off the the dual sense, so they they really sort of go into all of it. In one level, it's kind of like Super Monkey Ball, but you use the Touchpad, uh, which is a hell of a lot bigger than it than it was on the DualShock Four, yeah. and you just sort of swipe your finger in different directions to influence this ball, and it will go into like a big pinball machine and whiz <laughs> about. And all the while you're doing all of this, you just hear a little robot voice just going SSD, and he's just singing a little <laughs> rap song about the SSD in the background. And I'm just, and you're just like Sounds smiling bizarre. to yourself. And <laughs> then another, another one, you you pick up like a a disc for like uncharted 2 only it'll be like uh bot charted 2 and it'll have astro mm. hanging off the train that nathan drake hung off you know so all these yeah. <laughs> all these little things and you go back to your astro's lab and the whole thing fills up with everything that you've collected and you've got all your consoles there and you can kind of push all the buttons and open up the disc drives and it's a, it's a love letter to like hardware for a start it's a fantastic well, as you know sh- i'm into that. Uh, you, I think I th- honestly think that you'll, <clears throat> I think you'll have a, li- a couple of little emotional moments with this. Oh. It's also it's a love letter to hardware. It's it's an excellent use of the DualSense controller, and it's also just an excellent platformer. Uh, really, really good. Like I think, could, did Wii Sports come? Packed in with the Wii, or did you? I I think
0: it did. Yeah, it was Wii Play that you had to buy, wasn't it?
1: That's the one. Yeah, Mm. Wii Play. Well, this is, I think, the best sort of pack-in game um, since 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 Wii Sports, like, easily. Um, Okay. And even if it wasn't a packing game, like I'd say, you should get this game. It's it's so amazing. Like, yeah. But anyway, that's just me gushing about uh, Astro's Playroom. Had to do it. Made me no, really, no, really happy. Sounds good, man. It's. I'm thinking about it for like games of the year list. I absolutely loved mm, it. Wow. It took me by surprise. It really did. Um, but anyway, anyway, let's let's talk about news. Uh oh. Do a little chicken maneuver. Uh oh. Little holes in the top. Hundred percent. And it's the best deodorant I've ever used. So it's a stick. You know the stick. Hundred percent. You don't sweat. You smell great. As evidence today. Mm. Uh oh. Hundred percent. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. No. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. No. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. No. News. Uh, we got some. We got some stories. We got some. Some fairly big ones. Time Splitters Two. Don't know if oh, you remember this.
0: Don't go there.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remake rumours dashed by THQ Nordic uh, mm. following a little, a little cheeky Easter egg in Spellforce Three. Um yeah. so there was a little a little easter egg I- I in that game where players were able to buy a little box for a Time Splitters 2 remake uh, and that left lots of people wondering if it was a, a little low key sneaky announcement but THQ Nordic said uh no they said uh, um, <laughs> we're not planning and, and also it it's um it's not technically uh THQ Nordic own it but they not. They don't have any plans at the moment, and, and they said that they aren't aware of, of any plans. Because it's other studios inside of THQ Nordic as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah. What are so, they doing? What a waste of a license, right? I know. You've got this I amazing, know. beloved, first-person shooter license that everyone wants, mm. and they're just sitting on it.
1: Sad. Sad. It's sad. Get on with it. I
0: know. Do something I with know. it.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: what was it, Harry Tipper.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, bring him
1: back. Bring back Bring Harry. back Harry Tipper and the gang. I know, it is sad. Uh, item number two. Microsoft executive says future Bethesda games will be either, quote, either first or better or best. I like that third one that he added in there. That was good. Uh, on Xbox. Comments come from Tim Stewart, the chief financial officer at Xbox. Uh, who was speaking at the Jefferies Interactive Conference last week, and he said, quote, uh, What we'll do in the long run is uh, we don't have intentions of just pulling all of Bethesda's content out of Sony or Nintendo. Mm-hmm. What we want is we want that content to be first or better or best or pick your differentiated experience on our platforms. Uh, we want Bethesda content to show up best on our platforms. Um, he said... That's not a point about being exclusive. That's not, about, that's not a point about we're being adjusting timing or content. There's lots of little dashes in this because so, mm. it's just normal, <laughs> he said. Um, but if you think about something like Game Pass, if it shows up best in Game Pass, that's what we want to see. We want to drive our Game Pass subscriber base through that Bethesda pipeline. So, again, I'm not announcing pulling content from platforms one way or the other, but I suspect you'll continue to see us shift towards a first or better approach on our platforms.
0: Yeah, I mean they they paid seven and a half billion for Bethesda. It seems fair.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel vindicated. Obviously, producer Dan's going to be listening to this, but you mm. know, this this Tim Stewart guy sort of confirming what I said. You know, not that yeah. I'm you know I'm not one to gloat. Obviously, I'm no. magna- magnanimous in victory, but <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I did I, I did say all this, so it's you know all about that Game Pass.
0: It's come, to pa- it's come to Game Pass.
1: However, I will say that, you know, in might swoop Big Daddy Phil Spencer and say, shut up, Tim Stewart. Mm. Actually, <laughs> uh, all Bethesda stuff is Xbox only. So how do you like them apples? So, you know, I may not be vindicated just yet. Who knows? Uh, who knows? Yeah. Yakuza, mm. series producer... Uh, would like to make a completely different sonic the hedgehog game
0: so sonic walk around camarocho i yeah. i'd i'd play that
1: yeah i'd play that as well and this yeah. uh, obviously scott devine listening to this and asking rich about sonic all the time well, there you go <laughs> uh the comments came during one of a series of youtube interviews published by sega europe uh and uh daisuke sato said it's an ip that i haven't come to before uh, in the sense that I want to try it, well, Sonic. After all, when you hear Sega, you think Sonic. I'd like to get involved once, at least, but for me, the so-called Sonic is, if well, if I were to do it, I wouldn't do Sonic as it was. I'd like to make a completely different Sonic. So, yeah. You
0: know, to be fair, pretty... right, look at Mario. Mm. He's done loads of different things, and Sonic's kind of fallen into... One of two camps, basically. It's either a side-scroller or a messy 3D game. Yeah. This is so, true. yeah, I think it's, uh, it's time for something different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I agree. I agree. Uh, 13 remake developers issue Apology over criticism and disappointment for the you game. You've got to
0: be annoyed about this, Josh. you looking forward to it, not you?
1: I am. Well, I'm less annoyed and more just sad. Because I forgot, obviously November being as bumper as it is, mm-hmm. uh, that the poor old 13 remake is actually coming out. And it, it, it came out last week. Yeah. Um, in a joint statement posted to developer Mike Croyd's website, the team said, quote, players' expectations have not been met by the launch version and we hear loud and clear... The legitimate criticism and disappointment and offered its sincere apologies to the fans saying quote uh, in its present state 13 does not meet our quality standards and we fully understand players frustrations the pandemic has impacted the game's production on many levels pivoting to home working for the teams has added unexpected delays in the schedule and the QA process uh, we hope we'll be able to provide a day one patch but the development of that is taking more time than expected that's a sad story
0: Yeah, kind of a uh, missed opportunity really
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously the pandemic's been, you know, shit all round And, mm-hmm. it, you know, this is one of the less important um, outcomes of the <laughs> of the pandemic, yeah, granted yeah. But I saw lots of people quite sad about the art style as well I don't know if you well, saw this
0: Yeah, because, it's, well, it's not cell shaded anymore It's not got that comic book uh, yeah. kind of look anymore
1: it's weird, it looks a bit like <clears throat> Fortnite or something, a little bit sort of... Kind of,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's different kind of comic book style, I suppose, if I was playing Devil's Advocate, but...
1: Yeah, I, I guess so. It, they've it still loses got the little black, um, black outlines on things, aren't they? Yeah,
0: like yeah, it, but it loses something that was unique about the original, you know, so... Mm. I that's don't know. true. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's, it's, it is it's sad. Uh, we got, uh, Ghost of Tsushima becomes the mm-hmm. uh, fastest selling first party PS4 game. Uh, Herman Holst, head mm-hmm. of PlayStation Worldwide Studios, uh, said that it's, it's become the fastest selling first party original PS4 game. Uh, I guess that's to differentiate it from, uh, the likes of like the Last of Us Remastered, right? Cause that's not like an original PS4 game cause it was PS3. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, selling 5 million copies since launching in July. Mm. So, pretty big time. Deservedly people, so. Yeah, I love to see people on Ghost. Like, that's lovely. Because I mm. thought that was one of the better, like, Sony exclusives. In it. I just love yeah. that as a new IP. I thought it was terrific.
0: Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's very, very good.
1: Indeed. Uh, oh, the initiative. This is quite exciting. The initiative snaps up former Infinity Ward and Naughty Dog devs mm. in latest round of hiring, and remember, of course, that the
0: initiative, rumoured to be doing a Perfect Dark game. See, with all that talent, I kind of want them to have a crack at something new. In a way, oh,
1: yeah, I do hear you on that. Yeah, you know.
0: Although, yeah. if they turn sort of Perfect Dark into a. A bit of a spy thriller, because as we uh, mention frequently on this podcast, <laughs> there is a dearth of spy thriller type games.
1: We do mention that an awful
0: lot, don't we? Yeah, um, we'll Bonds out of the picture. Yeah. You know, oh, Alpha yeah. Protocol didn't take off the way you might have hoped. No, Agent isn't a thing. Like, where are all the cool <laughs> spy thriller games? Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I know, I know. Untapped genre. I, I, and I do think that even though, because Perfect Dark had a sort of um, uh, what would we call it, like a like a sort of like a, like a sci-fi edge, didn't it? It was kind of you yeah. know, in the near near future and aliens knocking about, um, and so it would be sort of you know just thriller, but it'd be kind of tinged with a kind of techno flourish. But that's it would, okay. but that's, that's still fine by me. Yeah, I think yeah. like I, I love all that um, mm-hmm. you know f- futuristic espionage. You know
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm um, all for that. All for that.
1: I'm all for it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's not been confirmed, obviously, so take it with a with a, with a pinch of salt. Um, but, yeah, if they are doing Perfect Dark, they get Rich's thumbs up, they get my thumbs up.
0: Yeah, it, if they make it, you know, spy-y.
1: Yeah, if they... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Perfect Dark mm. Zero had a nice little bit of spy e. Well, it comes to something, it
0: Josh, it comes to something, right, mm. when the big kind of spy game this year and in recent years is call of duty black ops cold war i mean what's going on oh god yeah you're right what's going on you, i shouldn't be going to call of duty if my my cold war spy thrills what the yeah, fuck
1: that, that is that's a good point that
0: <laughs> you know that madness.
1: is and 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 this is perhaps uh, you know an even more exaggerated re- re- reflection, I suppose, in, to the mm. point you're making. Um, but also, you know, Watchdogs Legion is the closest I've come in a long time. I mean, that is a game yeah. that that it does that involves technology to the point of magic almost. But mm. but even then, and I suppose, and shout out to Clint Hocking, who's the director of that game. Obviously, did Chaos Theory, but that's the first um, kind of espionage game I played in ages. It's not a good time. For those that love spies, is mm. it no no but,
0: you know. yeah, no metal gear solid, you know, so there's another another spy fella out of the uh, out of the out the frame, yeah, 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 all yeah. of our heroes have abandoned us josh
1: it's ve- it's a very sad state of affairs, and I got mm. one more item, and it's a sad item, and it's kind of like a oh my God item, mm. um. But it's one that we need to we need to touch on. Uh, Capcom confirms approximately three hundred and fifty thousand items of personal info stolen in a ransomware hack.
0: Yeah. This isn't so, good, isn't it?
1: This is not great. So personal information of current and former employees, sales reports, financial information, and a confirmed possibility of up to a further 350,000 items comprising customer service, support help desk, Capcom store members, e-sports operations, website members, shareholders, former employees, including family members, phone numbers and email addresses. Evidence of the attack was found on November 2nd this year. Uh, and Capcom said quote, investigation and analysis of this incident took additional time due to the targeted nature of this attack which was carried out using what could be called tailor made ransomware uh, as was covered in some media reports aimed specifically at the company to maliciously encrypt the information saved on its servers and delete its access logs
0: Mm, that's, nasty. Nasty that's stuff.
1: Horrible stuff. Yeah, the company's offered its sincerest apologies for any complications and concerns uh, that this may bring to potentially impacted customers as well as its stakeholders, and it's cooperating with law enforcement authorities in Japan and the US, uh, and will continue updating as the investigation progresses. Scary stuff.
0: Mm, I know.
1: Not very good stuff at all. It must be the biggest thing since like the Sony hack, right? And uh I that was,
0: yeah, I guess it I, might be, yeah. Might I can't be. think of
1: like other recent oh and of course well there was the thing at E3 but that was just the ESA lost or bungled the handling of a load of journalists Mm. uh, personal information wasn't it but that wasn't actually a hack I don't think
0: Mm, no but yeah it was was just um, that was just kind of uh, negligence wasn't it
1: (laughs) yeah I think so Mm. Uh, it's about that time you know what time it is I know what time it is are you ready uh, to get quizzical Yes, I am. Okay, all right, I'll bear that in mind while I uh, while I queue up a jingle. Okay, all right, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place. It's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Start. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and yeah. I have, as ever, backup clues... 'Cause I don't write drawers. It's quiz time. We are joined as ever by Matt from Upstairs. Hello, Matt. Hello. I'm ready to quiz. You ready to quiz? you yeah. feeling uh controversial uh last week, obviously. We've had a number of people uh tweeting, uh emailing complaints. Um, complaints, Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, want wanting to award wanting me to award the uh yeah. Last week's last week's quiz to Matt, very controversial, hot, hot
3: issue. And only half of those <laughs> tweets were from alt-accounts of mine, so that's pretty good. Right. <laughs>
1: you got yourself a few burner accounts.
3: <laughs> you're like, we got, weirdly, we got one from Xbox Achievements and one from PlayStation Trophies, they feel really strong about this. <laughs> excellent, excellent.
1: Yes, right, but you're both ready and rearing
3: to go, yeah? Yeah, it needs yeah, yeah, to yeah, prove, yeah. prove things, set things right. right. Okay, right. Isn't it
0: rearing to go? go? What did I say? Rearing. <laughs> like rearing cattle.
1: Like, like a horse might rear yeah. up on its well, own. Yeah, like. I don't know about rich,
3: but I'm rearing to go quite yeah, frankly. Matt's yeah, Matt's
1: rearing to yeah. go. So. <laughs> right, let's go. <clears throat> clue number one. I am not
0: ideal for people who enjoy privacy. Is that you, Josh, or the clue?
2: <laughs> 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 Little peeping, Josh. Uh, uh, in this instance, both. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs>
1: I could be quite invasive. Yeah. Uh, clue number. Clue number two. Clue number two. Clue number two. Not a great place uh, for people who enjoy
3: smoking.
2: Oh.
3: Stop. Mm. Matt Lorigan. Is it Prague from Deus Ex?
1: Uh, incorrect Uh, I guess oh yeah I guess that makes sense or doesn't Adam Jensen like smoke though yeah he does yeah Yeah. I heard heard smoke and just
3: went with something that was related as opposed to (laughs) actually made sense (laughs) (laughs) nice nice Uh,
1: a lot of people who visit really want a return trip
3: if they're still alive (laughs) Hmm. Uh, stop Matt Lorigan is it hell from doom (laughs) <laughs> incorrect. Okay. Have I done hell before? Possibly. Um, I think so. I don't remember.
1: All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, no, it's not hell from Doom. Although I'll note that down because that's a good one to do in the future. Uh, right. Clue number four. Uh, if you like uh, public transportation, then you'll be seeing
3: red.
0: All oh. right. Hmm.
3: Stop. Matt oregon Is it London from Watchdog Legion? Oh, that's a good no. Incorrect, but a good guess. I, I was thinking remember. red buses. Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Like it, like it. Uh, clue number five. My well, I could do first appearance, or I could do most recent appearance. Depends on which one you guys want. Do you Is want your, first your, appearance? Your quiz. <laughs> give us
0: both. I'll
1: give you. I'll, I'll give you one now, and then for some extra spice, I'll give you both. It's about that. Okay. Right, sure. My most recent appearance in a video game was in 2016 most recent mm. appearance in
3: 2016 yeah. stop in interesting
0: richmond walker is this is it the city of glass from mirror's edge Catalyst. and this
3: week's oh, winner very good okay is rich walker very nice, nice. thank you very, very much very nice indeed
1: yeah yes uh, not ideal for people who enjoy privacy load of bloody glass about mm. yeah. so you know yeah not a great place for people who enjoy smoking. The sort of dystopian mm. government of that game uh, got rid of smoking and obesity and all sorts well, to, of vices. To be vices. fair, that,
0: that's really good. Yeah? That's a good yeah. government, that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, little bit sort of top-down, a little bit totalitarian, sort of taking away people's choice. But it's all right. Rich, Rich is yeah. fully on board for that, we know that. Oh, from, yeah. Rich, no, Rich, Rich is, is
0: up for that. <laughs> Mate, if I was in uh, government, it'd be awful. I'd be, like, I'd be like that.
3: But great for you, though. Be oh, yeah. It. Yeah, he'd be a real yeah, rich, yeah. rich tater. Yeah. Ooh, nice, yeah. That was
1: well, bad. You could have that had, was, that you, wasn't you was know as what good though, as That sound in my head. What, what <laughs> you could have done legitimately is just gone with Dick Tater.
3: Yeah, because Richard. <laughs> yeah, Dick. like it mm.
1: does make sense, but oh, Richard's yeah. not happy with that. Yeah, no. So we start no, calling Richard Just sort of, a sort is of sort of Rich started? Tater. Dick Walker. Well, every now and again, I call him Tricky Dicky Walker. Tricky Dicky Walker. But he doesn't like that. Yeah. That's okay. That's
0: fine. Okay. It's endearing.
1: Uh, Clue number three, a lot of people who visit really want a return trip if they're still alive. Return trip, obviously people badgered them into making Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And if they're still alive, for those that know, that's the song. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Which is is the same
3: name as the song that was in Portal. Portal, Yeah, Yeah. really weird that they both went for that in such a short space of time.
0: Yeah, Yeah, a bit bit silly.
3: Bonkers. Uh, If you like
1: public transportation, then you'll be seeing red. That one's good. I like that. Because of the routes and stuff, and that's how they get around. Uh, Clue number five, yeah, most recent, 2016, and the first one, 2008. And the one I didn't get to read, uh, which I quite liked, was my construction was a gamble carried out in good faith.
3: Nice.
0: Good stuff.
1: Because also EA... Not not so much on the gambling anymore. Not so much no, on, the, on the taking the, risks that, on.
3: That was the Mirror's Edge Dead Space era, wasn't it? Like they oh, came out what space era. Time, yeah. and What a well, yeah. Well, I think
0: um, I think they've been a bit burnt after Mirror's Edge Catalyst because everyone was going, "We want it, we want it, we want it," and it came out and like, "We don't want it." <laughs> yeah, no one bought Actually, it. We don't want <laughs> it.
1: Yeah. Well, it was also really weird. It wasn't as good. Like they got rid it of the lovely different... art style. Yeah, um,
3: and it was. It was. They went. It was like, oh, we're going to do Mirror's Edge, but we've got to make it an open world game, of course. Right? Yeah. So rather than just being like narrow, not like not huge budget, making a real linear game like the original one, just like expanding from that in a sequel, they were still like, yeah, it's just open world. You decide where you go now. And people were a bit like, <laughs> okay, but that, that wasn't Mirror's Edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: know. Yeah. And I also really miss the cutscenes, which were like cartoons.
2: Mm.
0: Do you oh, remember? Yeah.
1: That? They were like quite cool. Cartoons, and it was. I think it was written by Rihanna Pratchett as well, and I don't know if Look, Catalyst was. I right. don't think Catalyst
0: was, if yeah. I remember rightly.
1: Yeah, I think you might be right. But, Interesting. Uh, anyway, good good stuff, Rich. What what gave it away in the end? What clue was it?
0: Well, 2016 just kind of sealed it for me. Ah so it was, yes. It's all the uh, you know. That's mad. You've,
3: you've got you've got such a like encyclopaedic knowledge of when stuff came out because you reviewed them all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
0: it's, review my, *Mirrors Edge* though. Do you not? No, neither of them. Then no. you
3: just have an encyclopedic knowledge of games and yeah. I'm very impressed. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Well done thanks, for thanks.
1: the City of Glass as well. That's a that's a deep cut that some people mm. might not. I would have also just accepted the city because in the original it was just called the City. Yeah. And then oh, they nice. kind of redid it in the reboot. So Well, you just wanted to
0: be specific.
1: You I wanted know. to be specific, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, right, well, bloody good stuff to the both of you. Thank you very much to Matt from Upstairs. Um, No problem. We we shall be seeing you again next week, sir. But this week's winner is uh, is Richmond Walker. Yeah,
0: yeah. Get back to work, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you win.
3: You win win the ability to boss me around.
0: You've been duly (laughs) trounced
1: by the quiz master. But yes, right. It's about time for some questions. (laughs) Red light, load of cars in a line. I want to cross to the off-license. Guy's coming up to the light. Coming up too fast. It's a rep. What's your plan? It's a rep. What's your plan? He gives me a beep. What do you mean? He gives me a beep. Where are you gonna go? He gives me a beep. He was gesticulating in his heart. He gives me a beep. Threw my hands up and he did not beep again. He was a b****. <laughs> Questions, theories, comments and queries some people have emailed in and we're going to talk about it a little bit, hopefully with some interesting opinions. Mm. This one, as ever, from the Friendly Ghost, it's only bloody Ryan Casper, back again. Excellent. Um, I think if he's Casper, Mm -hmm. I'd probably be Fatso and you'd probably be Stinky or the other one. What was the other one?
0: Uh, I don't remember.
1: Do you not remember the, the one who sort of had like a...
0: Nah. Are you talking oh. about the ghosts from the film?
1: Yeah, well, and the show. Just to get Casper's canonical brothers.
0: I, I don't remember. I only remember watching the cartoon a little bit. Well, they were in there And seeing so. in The Simpsons when Lisa says... Um, Richie Rich. I think, uh, yeah, Casper is the ghost of Richie Rich. <laughs> Richie or Bart Rich, yeah. says it, doesn't he?
1: Bart says it, yeah. yeah. Uh, Perhaps anyway. he <laughs> <laughs>
0: found the pursuit of wealth, Hollow. He took <laughs> his own life... <laughs>
2: right
1: (coughs) oh god Uh, right. anyway yeah sorry (coughs) totally distracted there Uh, will Ubisoft uh, ever consider partnering with Sony like EA and Microsoft I believe uh, that would be a better prospect than EA's deal because Ubi's back catalogue is amazing whereas Mm. with EA obviously they had that brief period of lovely stuff but he says if you take away sort of sports, which, you know, or and Bioware, the, the back catalogs uh, it's more tipped uh, in Ubi's favour, or he says they don't have much to hold a candle to. It's an interesting proposition. I think Ubisoft seem to be interested in Ubisoft stuff, though, like all yeah. their U- Uplay stuff. And well,
0: Ubisoft Connect, as it's now called.
1: U- Ubi- yeah, sorry, yes, mm. U- Ubisoft <clears throat> Connect, which isn't... I mean, obviously, they can't do that on consoles in the same way. However, that is a sort of uh, uh, kind of... PC, that whole Play thing was a, was a thing that didn't happen to their console game. So I'm like maybe they might be more open to it well, on the console, I don't know. I don't know,
0: I've noticed that you rarely see a Ubisoft game going to PlayStation Now or Game Pass. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I think you
2: are
1: right, actually. You don't like, often you, see it. You, no, you don't, like Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, you don't, mm-hmm. don't really see it. But it would be great if they did, though, because I agree, like... It's funny, because we were just talking earlier about um, EA's sort of glory, glory period. Uh, but Ubisoft's glory period around about the same time, from like Beyond Good and Evil to the old Prince of Persia games, they had a real run of amazing stuff.
0: Like, Is it if, me? If, or have video games never been quite as exciting as they were, kind of in the early to mid 2000s?
1: Yeah, you might have i like, I've got to say, the,
0: the, this does... I mean, I hate to be Mr. Negative... But yeah. this does feel Mar- like the Martin most low-key. Lee. Yeah, this does feel like the most low-key. Dare I say it, boring console launch I've ever experienced.
1: I strongly disagree, and really? I prescribe a PlayStation 5 for you, sir.
0: Well, yeah,
1: because no. I would agree, and I and I had those thoughts when I had my Series X because it's quite a subdued launch, but the week that I got my P, I I was so excited just to play everything really? with DualSense. Well,
0: see, I have my Series X set up under the TV now, and I'm just like, well, it's all the same. I don't feel like <laughs> this is new in any way at all.
1: I would love... I'm really looking forward to next week's pod. Yeah. Just to see... Because fair play to you. If you just rock up next week and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of just as bored as I was. But I genuinely think after playing like Astro Bot Maybe, I don't know, you have a go on Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and you feel that controller, you'll be like, okay, because I'm like super excited for Next Gen now, partly because I feel like it's here, although it's not quite here in this country yet, but you know, Mm -hmm. it's coming, it's coming! Yeah, Um,
0: yeah, okay.
1: Anyway, 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 uh, Owen Pyle, aka Owen from Shanghai.
0: Pyle?! Pile oh, shut, Sam. <laughs> <man>. Pile.
1: Pile. <laughs> That's two people now that we've that we've dragged into a mire of Simpsons references. Sorry. Let's see if we can do it with everyone on, on the question <laughs> section. Okay. Um, dear Rich and Josh, uh, mm-hmm. congrats on the great podcast. Thank you, uh, thank you, it thank you. Really, is the best gaming one available right now. If uh, this is hot stuff from Owen, yeah. I can't believe it. Um. <laughs> Not least because of the pre show chats about all sorts of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, a few weeks ago, you apologized for getting sidetracked. Something about Rich's garden. Can't remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, Probably. it's nothing to be sorry for
0: because it's all, quote, lovely stuff. Oh, nice. Uh, which I nice. quite like. That's not my words. The words are shaking Stevens.
1: The words are shaking Stevens. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do want to chip in with my. He's got an opinion. I'm going to say a comment. Yeah, as opposed to an opinion, because they amount to the same thing. Um, on last week's quiz, though, and say it should have gone to Matt from upstairs. Uh, yeah, it's controversial. Ooh. He says I don't think any of any of us listeners really enjoy claiming it. A hollow victory, oh. says Owen.
0: <laughs> But, look uh, what you've done, Josh. They're up in arms, mate. I know, they, they don't like
1: it. I got someone else tweeting, you know, hashtag Madagascar. But look, all Ooh. I'll say <laughs> is, all I'll say is, in defence of, of, of me as the quiz master and Matt from Obsessed, I was open to alternative answers. You know, I had, I think, the Pirate Haven. I had the Lost Pirate City. I would have given you extra Josh bloody loves it points for actually saying Libertalia. But, you know, mm. there you go. I can't award it to another thing if that other thing countermands some of the clues. Right. So, for instance, to say I am a haven for those who reject the rules of society, I mean, that's casting aspersions on on the beautiful nation of Madagascar, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) You know, recently I've developed a serious landscaping problem. I mean, I'm not about to slag Madagascar off. I'm sure they've got a perfectly (laughs) lovely landscape.
0: (laughs) I I think we should just draw a line under it. and say no more it's my my
1: first mention and first appearance came in uh 2013 black flag and you i mean that you know come on madagascar's been in well not least the madagascar tie-in game on xbox 360 Mm. so you know i am open to other things but they can't you know they can't countermand the other clues i'm afraid sure that's all i'll say on the matter i've got to be brutal i've got to put my foot down um But, you know, this week's a really good example. Rich comes out with City of Glass. I would have just accepted The City, but he went Mm. specific on it, and I appreciate that. Anyway. Fair enough. Finally, question. I heard someone recently say that he downloaded a game that he already owned on disc simply because he couldn't be bothered to get up and put the disc in anymore. I've heard this
0: many times, yeah. <laughs> so fu- well, I think it's me that said that, and
1: I think the game we're talking about was Vampire, because it was available <laughs> on PS Plus. Anyway, <clears throat> isn't it silly how such small things have now become annoying? My question is, what aspect of gaming today do you think we'll look back on and say, "Ah, oh, that was a pain in the arse, wasn't it? Sincerely, Owen in Shanghai. Now, I'll go first, and then I'll let Rich go. Uh, I can tell you what it is right now, because I've had a taste of it, and over the last week playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla on the PS4, Mm -hmm. I was stung. Uh, It's going to be loading times. We're we're, going to look back, and we're going to go, oh, God, loading was mental, wasn't it? Like, how much of our lives did we lose to just loading screens? Like, playing Miles Morales now, and it's just you know because that's the experience i've had of like a sort of traditional open world game of just fast traveling across the map in like under 2 seconds it's it's going to be loading for sure well it already is loading like when i go back and play ps4 i'm just like oh shit like on that screen in assassin's creed where you just watch Eivor just standing there you know yeah just for like yeah. a, a few minutes at a time i'm like damn this is this is going this is going out the door
0: well, i mean at least that's a loading screen where you can run about a bit and you can, yes, and around. you can take
1: your weapon. You can take your weapon out and stuff, can't you? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And um, to be fair to Miles Morales, also on the PS4, which is what I've been playing it on, mm. um, the loading times aren't that bad. They're not seconds, that seconds, few yeah. seconds. Yeah,
1: uh, and you've got the <clears throat> well. Play it on PS5 and let me know how it compares, because yeah. it is. It is literally like it's like you press the button and you're just kind of there in like right, It's like right. one point something seconds. It's ludicrous, oh, but. Uh. Uh, The interstitial cutscenes where Miles rides on the subway, you have the option of turning that on on PS5, which Rich told me about in the week. Mm -hmm. Um, That, to my mind... Now, how's this for an outrageous little factoid? If it is a factoid, if if someone could prove me wrong, you know, fair enough. Is that... Is the ability to turn on those little interstitials with Miles sitting on the subway for fast travelling, the first example of a developer opting to keep something in that was once the disguise of a loading screen since the door opening animations on Resident Evil when oh, it came yeah. out on the Dreamcast which they kept in if you wanted them but you had the option of skipping them
0: right that, yeah, See, I, think, I can uh, it, yeah you might be right about that I, I can can't understand think of why, they'd wanna, why you'd want to keep the doors in it's a it's a suspense builder it's totally. a, ooh, what's what's Behind the door.
1: God, gotcha. yeah. And with the option to skip it, it was brilliant because if you were in, like, a safe area and you just wanted to knock about quite quickly, you could just yeah. sort of power through. But other times, you just sort of let it go. It was uh, nail buying stuff.
0: Mm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: This one from uh, Daydream. Yeah. Is 30 frames per second acceptable for you on next-gen consoles? It'll undoubtedly still be very common, since console devs always want to push visuals as far as they can to get their games looking awesome uh, on adverts/slash first glance. Um, that's a complicated question, H- courses how do you for
0: courses, mate. If mm. it's a game that doesn't necessarily benefit from 30, then I'm fine with that, mm. as long as the rest mm. of experience, uh, the experience is nice and stable.
1: Absolutely. Well that's the key pretty. isn't it? I think I think you've hit the key there. We've got to have mm. stability, right? Yeah. Like no matter what you do that's absolutely fine, but once you've made that decision it's got to be rock yeah. solid.
0: Like I was slightly upset to play Valhalla on my Series X. Um looks lovely, 60 frames and everything, but still a bit of screen tearing. Oh. And I'm like, "Really? What, how?" Yeah. Like this is optimized supposedly. I mean, well, it, like I say it looks stunning. But just that little bit of screen tearing—it's like mm. still not quite as good as it could be. Uh, I feel. and
1: I, I do think as well that it, it'll be like like next year will be when you start to see when you start to see that first wave of games that was developed primarily for the Series X, right? Like that'll be when mm. you really like when you like when you play like I don't know. Hellblade 2 or something, or maybe the next Assassin's Creed will be uh, you know, actually this one isn't there on the Xbox One, it's only maybe that will be when you really get to see it but I I agree, it is a bit disappointing it's like, what are you doing with screen tearing? Come on now Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, Call of Duty looks great as well, and that's that's, I mean, that's really solid on Series X so um, it's not my TV or anything that's acting up Um, non-existent load times as well in COD so uh, Oof,
1: lovely uh, I would stuff. say um, I'd agree with Rich I think it is uh, horses for courses I think um, there are some games so for instance Demon Souls is sublime in 60 frames a second but that is a game where your inputs and your reactions to enemy attacks is like vitally important and you know understanding like frames iFrames mm. and little animations uh, is like actually helps it gives you a combat edge and it also looks stunning uh, in that you know, you've got I tell you lovely- what, oh, go on, a perfect
0: see. example. Sorry, uh, like Yakuza Like a Dragon, that has a performance mode where you can play at sixty frames. Uh huh. But I'd go for the visual mode with you know the higher resolution and the thirty frames for oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah, you yeah. don't need sixty frames for something like Yakuza Like a Dragon, I a turn-based are, you, RPG.
1: You yeah, I don't think you do. Um, mm. Some people, some people love it. Some people are a real, you know, gimme sixty, gimme sixty all the time. I know mm. our pr- producer Dan is that way. I mean, I yeah. think certainly Spider-Man Miles Morales is a really interesting example because it gives you the option to switch between them. As does Demon Souls, actually, by the way. Yeah. Um, and Spider-Man in 30, you've got uh, enhanced VFX, you've got ray tracing, um, all this lovely stuff. <clears throat> um, yeah, and gimme six- that one. <laughs> yeah, and in 60. It's interesting to switch between them just to sort of, just to see the difference, just to kind of see how it looks and feels. And and there is something to be said for 60 frames a second. I mean, it does look, especially if it's locked in place, it does look amazing. Mm. Um, However, you know, there is a big part of me, um, I I, I didn't play Miles Morales in 60 because to me, 30 um, is, is cinematic,
0: yeah, do you know and what? It, and um, I'm not
1: just talking about ray tracing here. I'm not just talking about, yeah, uh, you know, enhanced VFX or textures. I'm actually talking about, you know, the difference between say watching a film and then watching one of the special features featurettes where they show you the film being filmed on set yeah. and it lo- looks like a no, documentary. Absolutely. Like it actually doesn't look natural. It's like when the Hobbit came out and you can mm-hmm. see it in 24 or you can see it in 48 frames per second, and it just, to me, it just looked unnatural.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. oh, you get those TVs with like a motion flow feature or something. You put oh that on God. and it's like, ugh. It's horrible. No. And there Awful. were times
1: when I was um, swinging about in Miles Morales and it was like, as cool as it was, it was like, this. it look. It makes the swinging about and stuff just, just look a little bit odd and silly, mm-hmm. like a, like outside. I, I just had to put it on 30 just because it was more Hollywood. It was more sort of oh. golden.
0: I remember trying to play God of War, uh, 2018's God of War, with the 60 frames thingy on and i just Ooh. immediately switched it back because i, is that, I was was like, that no. on a
1: ps4 pro was it
0: yeah on ps4 pro I was like i, I want the i want the 4k and the yeah 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 or oh. whatever whatever the equivalent of 4k no, is sure, on the ps4 sure. pro you know i think it had technical. 4k didn't it well it what? it what i think it's 1440 or something or some checkerboard right. nonsense i don't i don't know right.
1: Either either way, either way, I'd say even without, if there was absolutely no visual advantage, like there was no 4K, there was no HD, there was nothing, I might still pick 30 just because of the sort of cinematic quality yeah. of how it looks, even yeah. e- even with, but that's just me, I know a lot of people just love 60, and Christ, we know we're coming up on uh, what was it? Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which you can play in one hundred and twenty frames per second. Yeah, six I mean, K. Was it six six K? Yeah, me. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> we have got some more questions, but uh, I'm going to save those little cheeky buggers for next week. Um, and uh, you know, hold with us. Apologies if we didn't read it out. We'll get to it next week. Mm-hmm. That'll just about do us. Uh, don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Uh, do go on Twitter at RichieW82 at wise at VideoGamer.com email me at podcast at VideoGamer.com send in your questions, theories, comments, queries. We love it. We'll talk about it. Uh, go on VideoGamer.com for all your video gaming needs at XboxAchievements.com mm-hmm. uh mm. Thanks to Adam Cook, Andy B and Colm Mahern for our musical Jingle Stingles and we will talk to you next week and when we do lots of you We'll have PS5s and you know Series Xs and you know mm. the next gen will have well and truly be here. So email in with your thoughts on your new that, yeah. sexy consoles.
0: Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, definitely. Lovely
1: stuff. It's goodbye from me, goodbye, and it's goodbye from Richmond Walker.
0: Goodbye.